Hello, my name is Michael Head, and this is the DFTW Podcast. I am so honored that you would take time to listen to this podcast. I believe that this episode is going to help you grow both mentally, spiritually, and physically. If I can do anything for you as you're listening to this, you need to reach out. You can see all my information in the description. And thanks again for listening. Welcome to episode 16 of the DFTW podcast. My name is Michael Head, and I am super excited about this episode. Really, I'm excited about all the episodes. So this one, though, is just a continuation of what we talked about in episode 15. So this is like episode 15, part two. And I want to encourage you, if you did not listen to the first part of this, go back and listen to episode 15 so that you can kind of hear the foundation of where we are going today. Last week's podcast, that episode was a huge success. It was it was crazy. Many people were excited to hear how to become healthy, which is which is encouraging and interesting and awesome. Because of that, this podcast, the DFTW podcast has now hit 5,000 downloads since January, which truly is outstanding. If you know anything about podcasts and stats and those sorts of things, it's crazy that that has happened already. And I'm not surprised because of you. You are the ones that are sharing this. You are the one that is putting it on Instagram and Facebook and telling your family and friends that they should listen to this because you care about them and you want to see people's lives change. And that's what's happening through this podcast, through this little hobby that I started in January. And so thank you for doing that. And I ask you to continue to do that. It means a ton. Before we dive into the main topic of this podcast, I want to share again some of my personal thoughts on what is happening in our culture right now. Again, this is my opinion. You don't have to agree with me at all. You can disagree all you want, and that is totally great. And if you're open to having a conversation, let's talk. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Just type in Michael Head, and I'm sure that I will pop up. And let's have a conversation. I am not always right, and I'm so looking forward to learning from you and what you have to say about so many different things. Whatever it is, let's have a conversation. So last week, I discussed my thoughts on COVID-19 and wearing masks. This week, I want to talk about wearing gloves in public. Again, this is not a bad thing. This is a great thing. If you feel you need to wear gloves, then wear the gloves. I just want to give some tips for those that do wear gloves because of what I've seen. It may not make sense. For example, wearing gloves is smart until you start to scratch your nose or your face while wearing gloves after you've touched all the things. Again, wearing gloves is smart until you take that little plastic bag that you're at the grocery store and you're putting some broccoli in there and you can't open the bag. And so what do you do? You lick, you lick, you lick your fingers with the gloves that you've been touching everything else. That defeats the purpose of the gloves. It's also smart to wear gloves until you get a text message on your phone or you're in line in your board. And so what does everybody do? You look down and you start scrolling on the things with your glove hands. 
Um, but you've been touching everything else and now your phone has whatever germs that were on there. And then, you know, your husband calls you or your wife and you, you answer the phone and you put the phone up to your face. I mean, that is called cross-contamination. And the best thing to do, if you're going to wear gloves, if you're going to wear gloves, then every time you touch something, wash your hands, bring hand sanitizer and wash your hands after every time you touch something. If not, then you're really defeating the purpose of gloves. So if you want to wear gloves, then wear gloves. Totally cool. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But if you're going to wear gloves, you could also just not wear gloves and wash your hands after every single time you touch something. That is my thoughts right now on what's happening in our world when it comes to dealing right now with COVID-19. Now... Onto the real reason for this podcast, and it is a continuation of my weight loss journey that we discussed in episode 15. And what I want everybody to remember is that, yes, eating right and yes, working out are huge. So, for example, I've been doing the keto diet, which is a, a low carb. I only eat 30 grams of carbs a day. And I love it. I enjoy it. Keto diet and running and working out aren't the only reasons that I have had success in weight loss because what I didn't realize was happening underneath the surface was when I was working so hard on my mental health and on my emotional health that underneath everything else, my cortisol levels were being lessened because for so long I was so stressed and anxious and different things that I didn't even realize what was going on. And I would try all these different diets and I would do all these different things to try to lose weight and it just wouldn't happen. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about cortisol, which is a crazy hormone that our adrenal glands release. And it is the body's primary stress hormone. And again, I talked about this last week, but I just want to do a little recap. It is the body's primary stress hormone, and it plays a role in so many different bodily functions, including controlling our blood sugar. Because of this topic of cortisol, because of the idea that lowering stress and anxiety and all these things can actually help to to get us to, to lose weight and to be physically healthy, I want to talk about ways to actually lower our cortisol levels. Last week, I just kind of gave a brief overview. And today I want to dive into seven different ways that we can actually lower that level. The first thing is to eat healthy. Again, eating healthy is a big deal. For me, I have been doing the keto diet for five months and it's been great. And What I think that the world needs to understand is that it's not just about doing a diet. It's not just about doing a plan. For example, I did Whole30 so many different times. I did Whole30 and then the goal of Whole30 is to eat in this window of 30 days and then to slowly bring in different things like dairy back into your diet and see how it affects your body. My problem was after whole 30, I'd go to day 31 and I would eat whatever I wanted. So this really wasn't sustainable for me. It wasn't a realistic lifestyle. And that's the goal. You want to do something that is that fits your lifestyle. If it's not keto, great. If it's not Weight Watchers, great. Find something that fits you. And there's ways that you can work on that. For me, I write down in an app 
what I'm eating. There's so many different apps out there that you can, you can pick up. I use an app called my fitness pal, and it has been great. Also working on drinking water and cutting out Cokes and diet Cokes and all the things. Well, it's diet Coke. It doesn't really matter. There are, um, sweeteners in there that will actually cause inflammation and truly it's not good for you. Choose water, especially when you're starting out. If you can do that, if you can drink tons more water for the amount that you need, and you can look all this up and you can cut out Cokes and you can do all these things. I'm telling you that will help lower your cortisol levels because your body won't be so stressed with the junk that we're putting in it. So number one, eat healthy. Number two, sleep. The amount of sleep that we get has a huge effect on our cortisol level. A bad night's sleep can actually lead to increased levels of cortisol in the blood. It is essential for people to pay attention to the amount of quality sleep you're having without disruptions. You know, a lot of people take uh, melatonin or they'll take something to, to help them sleep, to help you fall asleep. But just because you're taking this and just because you fall asleep doesn't mean your body is naturally sleeping. A sleep aid helps you to fall asleep, but that doesn't mean that your body is resting. Sleep is so much easier for me when I have worked out, when I've eaten good, I'm able to fall asleep. I'm not on my phone and the lights and all, all the things. I'm able to fall asleep and I'm able to rest and get seven to eight hours a night. And then I'm up and I am ready to roll and take on the day. Number three, relaxation techniques. This is so fun. I, I could do a whole podcast on different ways to relax. When we are experiencing stress, we can try to manage it by experimenting with so many different relaxation techniques. Some of those are meditation, mindfulness, and even just simple breathing exercises. These can help you lower your stress so much. Breathing, resting, relaxing, not looking at your phone, going on a walk, and just being present. Being present can help you relax. The fourth thing, get a hobby. <laughs> Hobbies can be a rewarding and super satisfying way to lead a full and healthy life, and it can lead to an increase of self-well-being. There are so much scientific studies that have shown that hobbies lead to decreased levels of cortisol. So for me, my hobbies are running, gardening. Uh, again, again, these are hobbies, not that I'm good at it, but I enjoy it. Uh, I love to, to walk, just going on a walk. Like I will walk to my mailbox, even though I've already checked the mail, just to kind of go and, and do that. I love to read fiction books I also enjoy social media. I love to tell a story. I love to post on social media. It's very fun for me. And I, one of my favorite hobbies right now is this podcast. This is a hobby. This is not a job. It's something that I do on my own. It is something that I have, have really just found very enjoyable and it's for me. I enjoy this. And so for you, what, what are, what are some hobbies? What are some things that you used to do? that you don't do anymore? What are some things that, man, I just, I miss doing this. You, you'll hear, you, you will hear people say that I really miss blank. Okay. If you miss it, then do it. You have a choice to do that. Well, my life is too busy. Ah, la, 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 la. No, no, it's not. Again, you can make the choice to do that. Maybe it's baking, maybe it's sewing, maybe it's coloring. 
I don't know what it is for you, but we all can do things that we enjoy. So start a hobby, get back to a hobby. Fifth thing, laughing and having fun. It is super hard to feel stressed when having a good time. So finding time to have fun can lower our cortisol levels. Um, there is a study that shows that cortisol levels decrease because of laughter. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> I just lowered cortisol by that little laughter. Being happy and having a positive outlook appear to be related to lower cortisol levels. So happiness has so many benefits, such as lower blood pressure and a strong immune system. And what we know is that our friends are key to this. Our family is huge to this. The people that we're hanging out with can either drain you or give you life. I personally am done hanging out with people who are negative and unmotivated. I can't. I just, I can't with you anymore. And you can't either. You need to be with people that you have a good, healthy, great, fun time with. Friends that you have that are keeping you up late that are constantly complaining, and they're just plain toxic, drop them, hit the road, get out of here. And how do you do that? You just stop hanging out with them and watch how your life will start to reset. And it can do it if you want to. If you're good with your life and the negativity that you may be receiving and the toxic people that you're around, then hey, you know what? Stay there and you will stay where you're at. And you're going to look back in five years and think, man, why am I hanging out with these people? And so get away from those people. Find people that challenge you. Find people that can, can lift you up. They're out there, I promise. And you are probably one of those people. You are somebody that everybody else wants to hang out with because of who you are. There are other people like you out there. One study indicated that a person's cortisol levels can rise after an argument, which you know, an argument's not bad. Understand that. We are going to get in arguments with our family, our friends, and that's just going to happen. But if we're in constant arguments and then just constantly just disagreeing and all the things for so long, then our cortisol is going to stay up because we are constantly stressing our bodies. Another study has shown that children who grow up in a more secure family have lower effects of cortisol on your life because there is not a constant conflict in that child's home. Parents, this one's for you. Do it for your kids. Our kids are watching us all the time. Kids that grew up in a home that was more secure, not a home that was perfect, those aren't out those are not out there, but a home that the kids felt secure by their mom and their dad showed that their cortisol levels were much lower and stayed that way as they grew up. We have got to know that our kids are watching and the way that we're living our life is a direct correlation to our kids. They are watching us. They are listening to us. They are doing and going to do what we do. If we're daily waking up, we're going and getting them donuts every single day. What are we teaching them? If we're daily arguing and cussing and doing all the things with our family and acting a fool and getting drunk and, and just, just living life that we, you know, for us, our kids are seeing that you need to stop. Because you want your kid to grow up secure. You want your child to look at you as someone they can look up to, not someone who's like, man, I could not wait to get out of that house. I am going to speak on this in a few weeks in an upcoming podcast. Parents, stay tuned. So it is your choice 
And just remember, they're watching you and they're learning from you. Whatever age they are, they're still watching and learning from you. Number six, taking supplements. I think supplements are great. They can really help you out. They can help to lower your cortisol. I take fish oil, vitamin D, magnesium, which is huge. Uh, There's just a lot of great supplements that you can take. If you need help on that, just let me know. And I can direct you to somebody who knows a lot more about this than I do. I know that the magnesium that I take helps with my legs. It helps with reduced symptoms of depression and so many other things. So supplements can really help you. Number seven, exercise. If you've listened to this podcast and you know what I'm about to say, get out and move, go and do something and watch how your mind will start to clear up and how your cortisol levels will lower. Again, I've never talked to somebody who said, I feel so bad after working out. I cannot believe that I just worked out. What was I thinking? Yeah, you might be sore, which is a good thing. Your body needs that, but you'll always feel a little bit better because of what you did. Some benefits to exercise are sharper memory and thinking, higher self-esteem. So for me, running has just seriously become this thing that I just love. It has improved my self-worth and it's made me feel so much stronger. It's given me confidence in my appearance and just hitting these little exercise goals have been greatly huge for me. So the second thing that exercise does is it is it gives you a higher self-esteem. The third thing, it gives you more energy. Uh, (laughs) By increasing your heart rate several times a week, it can give you that get up and go all day long. can really help with energy and it gives you stronger resilience. You know, when we face these mental or emotional challenges, I am able to go into my my recent workout or my, my recent run and I'm able to realize, look, I did that. And so I'm able to overcome some of these other challenges in life. Like mentioned before, regular exercise can boost your immune system and reduce the impact of stress and ultimately help with weight loss by lowering our cortisol. I believe one of the biggest factors is to take care of yourself by removing yourself from situations that continue to stress you or trigger you. When we choose to stay in those situations, our body feels trapped and will send us into a very high cortisol spike because when we are headed back into that situation that our body knows that we shouldn't be in to begin with, our body is going to continue to get weaker and weaker. We're going to get sick and all these things are going to start happening to us because our body knows, hey, don't go into that situation again. It's not good. It's going to be stressful. Things are going to happen. Your body is responding and telling you something. So get away from it. I mean, this was me for a very long time. It's it's very similar to trauma bonding, which I talk about in episode eight. Look that up if you don't know what trauma bonding is. Episode eight of the DFTW podcast. I used to lean into moments and situations of high stress and I would be okay with it. I'd be okay with being treated like a piece of junk. I, I was all in when it came to natural disasters. I was all in when, you know, I wanted to help people who... I wanted to help abuse children. And I was all into these very high, stressful, anxiety-driven situations. I was all about stress and keeping my stress high because I thought this was normal and okay. And I learned that the reason that I did this was because my entire life was all about stress. And that is all I knew. As an adult, this seemed to be what I needed and at times what I even needed to create to help me live. 
And this, I learned, was a reason that I could never lose weight. Even though I was working out and trying to eat healthy, my stress was so high and my cortisol was even higher and my body was hanging on to it. We need to take care of ourselves how we would friends and family. If someone came to you and said, man, I'm in a situation that I need to get out of. I'm in a situation that's causing me stress and it was hurting them and they were hating it. What would you tell them? Think about that. Someone comes to you and says, I need help. What would you tell them? The truth is that we are really good at giving advice to other people. We're really good at loving on other people, but it's really hard to love on ourselves. And it's really hard for us to take our own advice. We need to change that narrative. We need to take our own advice and see the changes that start to happen. When we can start to recognize the triggers for our stress and try to manage these proactively, then we are going to see changes in our life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And if you're struggling with weight and you're trying to do all these things, you will notice that it will start to drop as well. Thank you again for listening to the DFTW podcast. If you don't mind, I would be so thankful if you could share this because there's so many people that need to hear this. There's so many people that are in situations that they need to get out of and you could be the thing that they needed to hear from to help them, which will ultimately help them to lead a healthier life. And you never know, because of that, they could hear about Jesus for the very first time, because really that's what we need, is we need a savior. And you could be that link. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next week right here on the Don't Forget to Write podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If this podcast brought you any value, it would mean so much to me if you could go and leave a five-star review and just in the description of it, what were your takeaways from this episode? And please remember, if I can do anything for you or for a loved one, for someone that you care about, please reach out. You can go to nextstepcoach.org. You can fill out the short application so that we can work together. It's a true investment in your life and an investment that will change the direction that you are headed. Thanks again.